revamping and redefining the way we look at our careers. This is Career Revamp, where we discuss all things careers and how to have the career you always dreamed of. Helping you go from settling to soaring and planning your career on your own terms. Now, here's the host of the show, Alicia Perkins. Hey, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. We're going to be talking this morning about how to have a successful career without sacrificing your life. I definitely feel that, you know, just in the midst of everything that is happening right now, right, with all of these layoffs, I really wanted to talk about this topic, right? Because, you know, everybody is seeing like what is happening right now. We have a lot of people being laid off. And I think, you know what, really just with everything, y'all, with COVID, with with a lot going on, right? I think the last few years have showed us that we can no longer make our careers the number one focus of our lives. I do think your career is important, but I do not believe that it was designed to be the main focus of your life. So let's go ahead and just jump right into this, guys. I really want to talk to you guys today about this because I know that there's a lot going on and I don't want you guys to live in this fear of, oh my God, everybody around me is starting to lose their job. So this means that I have to go even harder just to keep the job that I have, right? I don't want you living in fear of that, right? I still... I want you to have the vision and I want you to believe that you can absolutely still advance in your career and see success and not have to burn yourself out, right? So as you guys know that we do live in a society right now, especially especially if you are on LinkedIn, IG, or wherever you spend your time at, there is always this constant reminder of hustle, hustle, grind, grind right? And I believe a lot of this, not all, right? Because I do believe that there are seasons in life, guys, where you will have to do the work, right? And there is a season, there are seasons in life where you may have to put in a little bit more effort and may have to spend a, a little bit more time on things because there are, are, are maybe areas of growth that is there, right? But I do not believe that, you know, the only vision you should have in your career is if you, you know, just have to keep on having to work and work and work, especially if you're not being able to even receive to receive the results that you think you should, right? And so I think a lot of this comes from how you think about yourself and also how you value you, right? Because a lot of us tend to have beliefs feeling like I cannot have the life I want unless I sacrifice myself, right? Or I cannot be able to provide myself or the people around me that I love without going extra hard. Right. And I think that that is a, a belief that we have taught ourselves because we have made ourselves to believe that our value is in how hard we're able to go for everybody else rather than thinking about how hard is it that I can go for me. Right. And not saying like a hardness with how much work, but just how much of a drive is there to actually succeed. And I think this comes from, I don't know if it's past experiences. I don't know if it's just been bad habits that we have been taught. But when you keep teaching yourself that the only way that I can get the things that I want is to sacrifice my health, to not spend time with the people that I love, you train yourself to where you may get the things that you want, but at what cost, right? And I think people don't realize what is the cost of you 
burning yourself out? What is the cost of you sacrificing time? What is the cost of you staying in jobs that don't serve you? And people want to always look for more and they're not sitting down and thinking about one, what it is that they already have, right? And not having a mindset of, well, you know what? I'm not sure if <laughs> if where, where I am now is serving me. And so what I want you to start to think about, what are the beliefs that you have around success, right? Are those beliefs that you have around success like, hey, you know, you know, I have to push myself to the point to where I'm exhausted in, in order to succeed? Or do you believe that once I get clear on the value that I have, I can then leverage that? Not always having to use your time or always having to leverage your time but learning how to leverage the value that you have. And that is how you are able to succeed. But if you keep thinking it's all about having to work harder, not smarter, right? You will find yourself on this wheel of working, working, and working and not seeing the results that you need because you think that the results is in the amount of work you do rather than understanding the value of the work you do. I'll say that again, it's not about the amount of work you do. It's about you understanding the value of the work that you do. Now, I do understand that if you are having to work in different environments, right, where you don't necessarily get the, uh, that the work you do is not being acknowledged, right? It can be hard for you to see, okay, mm, I'm not sure. But I think this goes back to you being able to take control, right? Not, not putting your career success in the hands of your boss, not wanting to wait for them to say, hey, John, this thing that, that has been done is great, right? But it's about you being able to identify the impact and the value that you bring in your role. But you will never be able to do that if you spend your time trying to prove your value at work rather than just recognizing it. Because it's one thing to already know the value that you have than it is to keep proving the value that you have. And people tend to feel that they have to prove the value that they have is because they have not yet validated themselves, right? And so when you're always looking for that self-validation in, in everyone else except you, that is how you end up overworked. That is how you end up burnt out. That is how you end up allowing your career to come before your loved ones. That is how all that stuff looks because you keep thinking I'm only valuable if I work, 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 work. But I was in HR for over 10 years, right? You know, working in, working and and this thing that we want to call, I want to say it's, it's like the, it's like the dream, but it's just, y'all, corporate is a beast. <laughs> Let me say this, working there is a beast. And I say that because it is not the one who works the hardest that succeed. It's the one that works the smartest, right? And so even now with all of these different layoffs, right? Don't be afraid. Like, don't operate out of fear. This is not the time to be like, oh my God, I got to make sure that I just overextend myself so I can make sure that I can keep my job. Because at the end of the day, friend, 
everybody is replaceable. Everybody. I, I don't care if you are are the best one at your job. You are still replaceable. And once you embrace that, once you embrace that I'm not so special as I think that I am, that is going to make you free, right? Because you're no longer having to keep up this show just to keep your job. Because you know that at the end of the day, I can do everything right, right? I can do everything they want me to. I can exceed expectations and they can still let me go. Right. And so once you begin to embrace that, you take back that control in your job. And that's why a lot of you tend to lack the control is because you are doing everything that you can to keep your job. And you don't have enough belief in yourself to know that if I got this job, I can get something else. Right. And so having a career is not about you doing everything you can to make them successful. Having a career is doing everything that you can to make you successful, right? And when we're talking about the career success, we're not just talking about being paid, you know, all this money, right? And we're, we're not even really, I don't even want the focus on having a certain great name. I, I, don't, I don't want the focus on any of that. I want the focus to be on what is a career that I have to have that's going to align, allow me to live the life that I want? Because that is what your career should be doing for you. Not just making them richer, right? But it should be adding success to you as well. It should be allowing you to move in your career the way that you want to, right? But if your only focus is I got to do whatever I got to do to keep my job, you're trapped, <laughs> right? You're literally operating at their expense. And I don't want that for you, right? You don't deserve that. And so again, I am, I'm not saying don't work hard, right? I'm probably one of the, the, I work, I would probably outwork anybody, right? But what I am saying is that I want you to realize that you have a choice and that you're not as um, stuck as you feel, right? People always say all the time, Alicia, I feel stuck. I feel stuck. Well, you feel stuck is because you are operating your career on somebody else's terms. That's why you feel stuck, right? That's why you feel like you have no control. That's why you feel like you have to just go through the routine every day, right? Because you are operating your career on somebody else's terms and you don't realize that you are the one with the skill set. You are the one with the expertise. You are the one that solves a problem for them, right? They're not doing you any favors by hiring you. <laughs> you know, this is why people like, they're like, oh my God, thank you so much for hiring me. I mean, be grateful for the opportunity, right? But they're not doing you any favors by hiring you. You're solving a problem for them, right? And so in return of you solving that problem for them, you are now being paid. So that this is a partnership. This is a equal transaction, right? So I don't want you guys to feel like every, that you can't say no. You absolutely can say no, right? If if something is being asked of you that is going to, to have you in a state to where you are, your health is being affected, your pocketbook is being affected, you have a choice, right? And I know right now when it comes to the whole, you know, job space, it, it, it looks pretty scary, right? 
But just because something looks scary does not mean that you have to operate in fear. It doesn't because once you start operating in fear, that is when you lose control. All right, because you're operating out of a place of, of I got to do whatever I got to do. No, you need to do what you want to do. And, you know, in having this mindset, you know, it's going to stop. It's going to cause you to stop being a people pleaser. <laughs> you know, people say all the time, my job needs me. My job needs me. What would they do if they didn't have me? Right. They need me. But guess what? Your husband needs you. Your wife needs you. Your children need you. You need you. Your friends need you. Right. So at what point did our careers become our number one focus? And a lot of this happens because we and I believe that you should have a career that is that you do experience something like you are being fulfilled in some way. I do because you spend too much time, too much time. You spend 40 hours a week there. It's a lot of you guys spend a lot more. Right. Even if you work from home, because a lot of times you work from home, people feel exempt. <laughs> But you can work from home and still be stressed, okay? So I do I do believe there ought to be a sense of fulfillment in the work you do, right? But you can't expect to suck all of your fulfillment out of what you do. And that's why you guys need to learn how to nurture those relationships outside of work, right? But you can't do that if your work demands everything of you. And let me say this. You could be like, Alicia, I work eight to five, like, you know, I don't work a lot. Okay. You may not be on the clock, but what's going on in here? You know, a lot of times you guys don't know how to leave work at work. A lot of times the issues that's happening at work, you bring them home, right? A lot of times the issues that you're experiencing at work, your husband feel those effects, your wife feel, trust me, I know I'm speaking from experience. Okay. Your, your husband, feels that, your wife feels that, your friends feel that, you feel that, right? So no, you're not on the clock anymore, right? But the effects of work live with you because you've made this career thing the focal point of your life and it was never meant to be that, right? Never. I'm and I'm not, I don't know anybody else's beliefs on this live stream. I am a pastor's wife. I have, I love my relationship with God. I know that God has not created me just to, to just be focused on my work. Now, there are seasons in life, especially right now, I'm at a really just heavy season. I got a lot of stuff going on at work, but I'm looking for this to end, right? <laughs> Meaning like not, I don't want the work itself to end, but this, oh, this is this, this big load of work is on me right now, right? I'm working so that can end. I'm not making excuses to, to keep the workload. And so I'm not saying that there won't be seasons in your career where you will have to do the work sometimes, right? Especially if you are just starting out, you do have to put the work in, right? But you should be looking, right? There should be a goal. There should be a vision beyond that right? Beyond that, when you get to a point in your career where you say, you know what, I've put the work in, I got the receipts, I got the successes, right? Now it's time for me to do what it is that I really want to do and operate in my expertise the way that I choose to, right? So let's go ahead and really talk about what is it going to take for you to have that career success, 
right? What I want you guys to realize is it is going to take you, I probably say this all the time because you guys know I'm a huge component of self-awareness. It is going to take you to be able to be more self-aware about where you are now. And in order to be self-aware, it is going to cause self-reflection. And a lot of you guys are so busy with life and I get it. You got the life. I mean, you got the job, you got the kids, you got stuff going on with your family, you got stuff going on with your friends. Seem like everybody is pulling you all different kinds of ways. But if you can find time, right, to sit down this weekend for 30 minutes, and I want you to think about where you are now, because a lot of times you lack clarity not because you don't you don't know what to do it's because you have not given yourself the time to think about what it is that you want to do or what is that next move should be for you so it's not that you don't know you haven't given yourself even the time to think about it so i want you to think about where you are now right and i want you to think about is where i am now is it leading me towards the life that I want to live, whatever that life looks like. If you find yourself having a desire to make more funds, if you want more time, if you want more, more challenges at work, you're saying I'm bored, whatever that is, right? Think about if I stay in this space that I am right now, is it going to move me towards what it is that I want? Or is it going to move me away? Right? And then I want you to also, because I'm really, really big. I'm big. I'm big on career alignment. I am big on not a dream job, but a dream life. That's what I help my clients do. I help my clients to get clear on the life that they want. And then I help them to plan a career for that. We don't plan our life around our career. Absolutely not. (laughs) We plan our lives. And then we find a career that's going to allow that to happen, right? Because I promise you, on on your deathbed, you will not say, I wish I would have worked more. Nobody has said that, right? Your thoughts is going to be, I wish I would have spent more time with my family, right? I wish I was able to give God the time that I should have, right? I wish I would have told the ones around me more how much I love them. That is what is going to be the focus. Like right before your last breath, it's not going to be like, man, man, I really should have went hard for that next role. Ain't nobody thinking about that. (laughs) Ain't nobody thinking about that. No, because I work with clients that maybe make $45,000 a year. And I work with them that have made up to $200,000 a year, right? And everybody's fighting the same thing. So don't think that once you reach a certain job title or once you reach a certain amount of pay that, oh, I'm just going to be good. Absolutely not. Right. So I want you don't I, I don't even like the term dream job. Right. Because every job comes with its stuff. I want you to start thinking about what is the life that I want? I started I started my own thing because, again, when it comes to my church, I am in, very involved in ministry right? And I have a husband, he's very involved too, right? So I needed to have something that was going to allow me to be able to have a freer schedule, right? But still make the money that I wanted to make, right? And so 
even when I design my business or even when I have to make changes in my business, I don't think about what is best for the space that I'm in. Like it's on the list, but it's not the first thing. The first thing I'm thinking about when I'm when I'm having to make a change, right, is what is going to be the best thing for my life, right? And so when you guys are spending time having to think about, you know, where you are now, I want you again to, to think about if you stay where you are now, would you get to where you want to actually be, right? Also, I want you to think about what is possible for you. What is possible for you, right? If you only keep going after what you can get, you'll never get what you want because having what you want and having what you can get is two separate things. So don't don't fool yourself into thinking that you're good when all you've ever accepted is what you can get and you've always been scared to go after what you want, right? And I want you guys to start thinking beyond what you can see. Because if you look at what's going on right now, you're like, oh my God, all these layoffs. Your first thought is to be like, nope, I ain't gonna, and this is not to say just to quit your job. And it's it's so much I can say, y'all. It is a lot of layoffs happening right now. But you guys do know, like you taking taking control of your career is not just you finding a new job. Like (laughs) I tell people like, you know, it's so much development that needs to happen outside of you just getting a new job, right? And so I don't want you to only think about your career when it's time to look for a new job. Some of you guys can be using this time to develop your skills, right? So when all this stuff is over, right, you can be stronger in your skill set than ever before. Because even if we do end up in a recession, people will still be hiring, right? It's just that the market is going to be more competitive. So it's not going to be impossible to find a job, right? It's going to be harder, but not impossible, right? So use this time to build up your skill set. Use the time to gain the soft skills that, that you need to gain. Like February 1st through the 3rd, I will be hosting a workshop, right? Showing people how to make the impact that they want, make the money that they want. This is not even teaching you how to find a new job. It's teaching you how to just level up in your career, right? So that's gonna be February 1st through the 3rd with me three days. I'm not talking about job searching. I've been telling people, if you only want to look for a job, this workshop is not for you. I'm teaching you how to understand the impact that you desire to make. And so if you only want to be focused on job searching, that's not the workshop for you. But yes, Ms. Dana, you have signed up. I'm I'm so excited about that. But this workshop is teaching you like how to identify the value you have how for those of you guys who are in leadership roles or desire to be right like what are those weak areas that's stopping you from advancing in your careers because a lot of you guys it's not that you don't have the hard skills the experience is there but you lack the soft skills you don't you don't know how to talk to people (laughs) 
You don't know how to advocate for yourself. You don't know how to express the value that you have. And so now you kind of just blend in with everybody else. But this workshop, I'm teaching you how to level up, right? I'm teaching you how to show up as the the person that you are. And I'm teaching you how to operate in your expertise at full confidence because that is what it's about. Because you cannot advance in your career if you don't even think that you need to advance in your career or you can't even express why you need to advance. And so this is what this workshop is gonna be about. I'm teaching you how to be the person in your career that you wanna be without sacrificing yourself. Right. I'm showing you how to be authentic. I'm showing you how to reclaim your voice. That's what I'm showing you. Right. So if you are interested, you can go to IamAliciaFrakis.com slash elevate for that link. Okay. So like I said, I want you guys to really think this weekend about the place you are in now. And I also want you guys to really become more self-aware. And that is through self-reflection. I also want you guys to start setting boundaries. <laughs> In other words, start saying no, right? And I'm not just saying to just say no because, ooh, I don't want to do that, right? I want you to start saying no because, you know, if it's if this if it's something that is causing you to overextend yourself, if this is something that is taking away time from your family, right? Because I do believe that if they hired you to do a job, you need to do the job, right? But I also know when it comes to these companies they take a lot more than they give, right? And people want to complain about how they are being treated at work. For one, half the time, you don't speak up. You don't say anything. You you think that they should just automatically know, right? And two, if you, if you have and you have not gotten the response that you think that you should, right, you, you stay, right? And so people will only treat you how, how you allow them to. Again, remembering you have a lot more control than what you think. And I know that everybody is not always in a position to where they can just up and leave. I get it. Trust me, I get it. I wouldn't, I don't ever advise anybody to just, oh, quit. Mm-mm. Right. So I get it. Especially if you have a family. When, when you know, it's 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 different when you're like single, right? But when you, when you start having kids to feed, you like, look, okay. I don't like this, but, <laughs> right? So I'm not saying that you should stay. I mean, just up and leave. But what I am saying is that don't be afraid to explore your options, right? Again, that stuck feeling comes from feeling like you can't get nothing else. And that ain't true, right? And so I tell people, you can start making a strategy, a plan to leave without up and just leaving your job. I'm a I'm a firm believer in any job you have, milk it, right? So if you are in a current job right now, you're like, Alicia, I'm not being paid the money that I desire to be paid. I get it. Start looking for something else, right? But if you can't be paid the money that you want, are there any new skills you can learn there? Right? Are there any new relationships that you can build and you can possibly leverage when you leave? Like get something out of it, right? So don't don't just be, be in a situation where you're unhappy, but start thinking about what can I milk out of this job, right? If they don't give you a raise, see if they will give you some, some funds towards developing yourself. Because sometimes 
they may not do the raise, but they may give you some kind of stipend for development. I've had clients purchase my services because their job paid for it. Like people don't, don't even think to ask. They say, I don't think we do that. Friend, did you find out? <laughs> you know what I mean? And so I don't want you guys, because it's easy to look for reasons to quit. It's easy to look for reasons to not do something, right? But like, like the old people say, but when you find yourself sick and tired of being sick and tired, <laughs> you're going to start exploring some options, right? And so milk the position that you're in now. Okay. If I can't get this while I'm looking again, while I'm looking for something else, what else can I get from this? Right. Also, again, making sure that you guys are able to set boundaries, learn the art of saying no. Right. Or or if there is something that is being asked of you, make sure that you are getting clear objectives of what what is the actual like, where is this going? Because there are times in work. There are times at work where you may have to do something a little extra, right? Because I, I do believe there's nothing wrong with helping out your team, right? But it's one thing to help out. It's another thing to, to take on a completely different job. That That's two separate things. And that's the thing. I'm so glad I said that. Y'all, layoffs are happening, but the work isn't going anywhere. So if they're laying off all these people, who going to be doing their work? You. Do not think because layoffs are happening that you can't ask for a raise. You most definitely can ask for a raise. Why? Because you guys got the money for it. Alicia, how you know you just laid off all them people? <laughs> so the money's there. Like I, I, I had a client that I worked with two months ago. It been, it's been at least six weeks. We just got her a raise for $30,000. A raise. Now I've... I do kind of feel a little way about that because I really feel like if y'all knew she was worth that, you, sh you know, you should have been already. But but that's that's not here or there because I do believe that you don't get what you deserve. You get what you ask for. And her company was laying off. I said, oh, this is a great time. It's in the budget. You you just let go 50 people that you pay $115,000 a year. It's it's in the budget, right? So don't think that, oh, all of this stuff, because the work is going somewhere, right? The work is going somewhere. So it, it, is it going on his desk or your desk? But it's going somewhere, right? So when they start adding on these 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 extra tasks, start start asking, what's the plan for this, right? Because if you're not going to hire anybody else, right, what is the plan for this? Again, taking control of your career. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. If you are one that you don't like confrontation, I say that because it is not a bad word. If you like, Alicia, I don't want to just go in there and say, I don't want to do this. I understand that there are some people that may not be as assertive. Cool. Well, ask a question. There's nothing wrong with asking questions. Like, yeah, so I noticed that we just got rid of three people on the team. And I know that they had a few tasks that they were doing. Are you able to tell me what is the plan on how their workload is going to be shared? Ask a question, right? And how your employer responds to that 
let you know. <laughs> if if they laid off all these people and don't have a plan and don't have something in place to reward the people that are, that that are going to be picking up the, these this extra workload, that shows you something. That shows you that they they automatically assume that you just gonna do it and not say nothing. Says who? <laughs> you know? And because this, this is the thing, y'all, you are not the CEO. Your name is not on that board. I, I do believe that you should have a level of dedication to the work that you do. They hired you to do a job. But... You are not the CEO. It is not your job to figure out what are we going to do with all of this extra work that we have. That's not your job. That look at your wage. So it, if if you are not in that, because because it could be your job. I don't know, but I'm saying if you, if you know that it's not in your job to strategize this, you sitting down thinking about how to to spread out this work, how. Baby, that come that should come with a pay adjustment. I didn't say a pay raise. I said a pay adjustment. Your pay now needs to be adjusted to how your workload has changed. It ain't no, you get pay raises when you are exceeding expectations. You get a pay adjustment when what you have hired, when when what you was originally hired for has changed. So I need my pay to be adjusted to the workload. <laughs> I need my pay to be adjusted to the workload that I'm now I'm not doing. Don't be afraid to have these conversations. You you may mess around and end up with an extra $15,000, an extra 20 by simply asking at the very least a bonus. Oh, I'm like, okay, you may not want to adjust my pay now, but a, a bonus because why? Because I'm doing bonus work. <laughs> because I'm doing bonus work. So, hey, I understand that you may not want to permanently adjust my pay right now because it is a whole bunch of stuff happening, but a bonus because I'm doing bonus work. Mm -mm. See, but you only get this confidence when you realize the value that you bring. You don't get this confidence thinking I got to do whatever I got to do so I can keep my job. Can y'all rise up and see the value that you bring? I just, I'm like, some of y'all been at your job for 10 years. I just don't know if I have what it takes. Friend, they've kept you on for 10 years. If you didn't have it, you wouldn't be there, right? I'm just not sure if I have enough friend. They keep piling the work up on you because they know that you can do it. They never give the extra work to, to John that don't know what he doing. Like John always be cool because they know John ain't got nothing. But you get the extra work. Why? Because they know if I give it to Jane, she going to get it done right. But they also know that if I give it to Jane, she ain't going to say nothing. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> they know. They know who to give it to, right? Now, now, Brenda over there, she good too, though. But they also know with her, okay, we can't pile up on her because she gonna be asking us for some more. Yep. 
because Brenda then told them, look, more work comes with more pay, but they keep Brenda because she brings forth results. So they may not like Brenda's spiciness or the fact that she can stand up for herself, but they do know that Brenda brings forth the results. So that's why she gets the pay raises. That's why she is able to move up because, you know, she gonna let you know, look, I am here to do a job. I don't mind. I enjoy the work that I do, but I want to be compensated. There is no way that you guys will keep on sending out these emails saying how great things are going with us, but I don't read any of that. No. So that's what, that's the mindset to have. Be like Brenda. <laughs> Be like Brenda. Okay. Okay. So let's talk about you being able to advocate for yourself. Right. And this is really important, right? Because again, we you're talking about advocating for yourself is not talking about you have to just be like rude or mean. It is talking about you, you need to be able to just have no problems with stating what you need. Right. And I, I always use this example all the time. If you have a problem with, you know, okay, let me give an example. Like say you go to McDonald's, right? And you buy your food and your fries are cold. And you like, oh, I really don't want to ask for any more fries because, oh no, I don't want to do that because they're going to be mad. And being able to advocate for yourself starts in your personal life. And it starts with the small things, right? So if you have a problem at McDonald's saying, hey, I'm so sorry, these fries are really cold. Is there any way that I can get some fresh fries? If you have a problem saying that, you're going to have a problem <laughs> asking for a raise. You will have a problem speaking up for yourself when that workload gets too heavy, right? And so if you have a problem speaking up for, for some hot fries, you will have, and, I, and I'm making this point because, you know, it's not about you being better at work. It's about you being better because <laughs> your habits, they ooze into every part of your life, right? Yes, I'm the same way. I, I check my food before I, and, I, and, I, and I'm like, I'm like, man, I'm so sorry. Hold on for a second. And I, and I be feeling bad for the, for all the people behind me, but I'm like, no, I got to be sure that my order, right? Because there's nothing like buying your food and you get home and it's wrong. I'm the same way. I, I check my bag. Okay, I'm done. But, you know, these bad habits, they like ooze into every part of your life, right? And so if you only focus on what I need to do so I can be good at work, you missed it because self-growth is the foundation, right? of every success in your life, whether it be in your career, whether it be in your marriage, the relationships that you have with your children, everything is on the, it all starts with you, right? So I want you guys, if you do struggle with speaking up for yourself, start start small, start to ask for some hot French fries, right? And you don't have to be rude. And that's how I think people think when I talk about you speaking up at work, that that's done in a rude way. No, that's just because you 
have, maybe have not have maybe very good experiences with you being able to speak up, but you can still speak up in, at work and then not be rude because it's one thing to be aggressive. There's one thing to be assertive, right? And I know sometimes as, you know, we have a bad, we, we, we have a bad rap women especially black we just feel like i can't say nothing because they're gonna think this way no reframe the way that you think about what you need right why is it that you feel like you being able to speak about what you need why do you see that as confrontational right why do you feel like you stating what you need is going to cause a problem friend that is some trauma that needs to be healed, right? Why is it you feel like when, if I say that I need something, right, that it's gonna make people mad, get to the root of it. Like, where where did that come from? Like, you know, like, why, why is it that you feel like if you stay, you know, I need this or I deserve this, right, that that's gonna make people see you in a certain light. And if it does, that's their problem, not yours. Right. So I want you to start to think about and even reframe the way that you even think about what you need. Right. And I, and I know a lot of times, especially if you have a husband, I always get so deep in my lives. I'd be like, Lord, I'm not a therapist. I know if you have like a husband or a wife or kids who, or whatever. Right. You're so used to or just friends around you. You're just so used to pouring out. Right. Giving, 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 giving. Your cup is empty. Not only is it is empty, it's dry, and it ain't been filled in a long time, right? And so now, when you think of asking for something, you feel guilty, right? Because it's not a normal thing. Because the norm for you is is that I just I no, I come last, right? I come last. And you might not want to admit that, but that's what you're saying when you don't want to speak up. When you see that your employer is reaping off of your skill set and they are able to get and they they are being able to see success and you haven't, you say, oh, okay, because you're used to, to putting yourself last. But who told you that, friend? It doesn't have to be that way, right? So, and you don't realize when you get what you deserve and you get those expectations met and you get those needs met, that makes you you a better. It, I mean, it makes you great. And I say great meaning that all the people around you is gonna also reap off of that, right? Because when those expectations are being met and those needs are being met, you're in a much better place emotionally you know, and so your spouse will reap off of that, right? But now all they reap is frustration from you because you're frustrated because you're giving, 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 not getting anything back. So they they feel that, right? And so, you know, but when when you start to get those expectations met and those needs met, it puts you in a better place. And so your kids start to experience a much a much happier mom. Right. And so think about it that way. Right. I need to ask for what it is that I need. Right. So I can be in a better place to serve the people around me. Right. When you get your expectations met at work, your company benefits from that. 
because now you feel valued. Now you're getting the things that you want and deserve. So that makes you want to show up even the more for them. But when they acting stingy, you be like, look, you about to get this bare minimum. Nah. <laughs> Don't ask me nothing. <laughs> right. But and, and, and that's why it's important to ask for what it is that you need. You, you need to be able to self reflect when you're able to self-reflect that brings you into self-awareness through that you are able to set boundaries and i want you guys to start advocating for yourself okay it's about you being able to that job it needs to be milked right because you may not be able to get every single bitty little thing that you want because the end of the day y'all you can't make them pay you more all you can do is ask right and that even comes with salary negotiation sorry it's not about being greedy it's about you being able to get the maximum amount right and so even with that question yeah i think i think if that is something that they have great and and i made the option about the actual bonus because that is that is an option to make more money now of course it's not permanent but it allows you to be paid more right and the reason why i like the fact that you that you even receive a bonus it trains them it trains them right so they know oh we just can't throw work on her right because she expects more right and so and and a lot of times it's not just about making more it's about you training them right even when you're going through the whole job search guys and this is a gym right when you're going through through the job search right this 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 is not the time to just be a perfect fit meaning just say whatever you got to say no go in asking questions because you you are setting the tone because that relationship with you and them doesn't start on on your first day Mm -mm. Mm -mm. it starts the first time that you guys even engage with each other so going through it through through that process being able to ask them the right questions don't be afraid to ask them tough questions because that that trains them that she has no problem right has she does not mind asking for what it is that she needs or if there's something that she don't understand she gonna come back to us right so it's all about you being able to train them i be i have mixed feelings right because again i do believe in integrity but and that's the thing i feel like if i am in an environment to where i'm not being paid when i need to be being paid and i start to feel a certain way it's just time to go because I don't want to, I don't want to like smear my name. Right. And because I do, to me, it is important, the quality of work that I give. Right. So if I'm operating in an environment where I'm not able to operate at my best, I'm like, it's just time to go because I don't want to train myself into giving less because that's what you do. You don't realize that when, when you find yourself in that mode set of, I ain't doing that. You, you can really mess up your work drive doing that. Right. So I'm like, if this, this company is not going to allow me to work at my best and, and allow me to be in an environment where I can thrive, it's just time to go. It's time to go. If you are wanting to work with me one-to-one, you can find more information at my website at IamAliciaPerkins.com. That is IamAliciaPerkins.com. I absolutely love what I do because unfortunately, when you are in school, they don't teach you how to manage your career. 
And a lot of you guys know that I was in HR for over 10 years, right? Hired for thousands of positions, right? I know how this works. I know how corporate America works. I've been on the inside. I know how corporate America works. I know how it works. I know how it works. Okay. And so guys, it's like, I'll be trying to help y'all. <laughs> I'll be trying to, and like, and look, I serve, I serve all kinds of people. I serve men. I serve everybody, people that are white, black, all kind of races, but I do have a soft spot for my black people. I really do. And I, I serve all kinds of people, right? I love to work with all kinds of people, but I have a soft spot for us because we really get the short end of the stick. And so like, if you, you got to know how to play the game and people don't like hearing that. And when I say like, when I say the game being played, I'm not talking about anything that's bad or, or that. No, I'm not. But it is a system, right? And if you don't think it's a system, you are naive and you are going to be underpaid. Every It is a system, you know? You know, it's just corporate was not built to make you successful. It was built to make corporations successful. So you got to go in there with the mindset that you got to make you successful. And that's, and it's not mean that you got to go in there just real cutthroat. No, it's just saying that you got to be able to know what it is that you want. You got to know how to set boundaries and you got to know how to move, move a strategy. So I really enjoyed my conversation with you guys. Remember, if you have any questions about the event that I'm going to be hosting from the third to, excuse me, the first until the third, please send me something and I will be chatting with you guys soon. Bye. Thanks for listening to this episode of Career Revamp. You can listen to this on demand wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can also find Alicia Perkins on all social media platforms or at IamAliciaPerkins.com.